my dear listeners. Hello, my dear Earthlings. Hello, my dear Cosmic family. Today is episode number three of Cosmic Awakening podcast, and I'm your host, Olia Mare. We are going to continue today with Pleiadian prophecy, and I'm so excited about that. Um, thank you very much, my first listeners. It's quite amazing to discover that people all of a sudden listening to you and um, reposting it. Thank you so, so very much. It means the world to me. And um, I'm just so happy to be able to share, share everything that was inside of me for these three years. And um, it was very hard not to be able to talk. And now I can fi- I, I'm finding myself finally being able to use my voice in, you know, all the senses. <laughs> So, uh, I shall read you um, uh, a couple chapters from Pleiadian Prophecy and we will discuss it at the end. And here it goes. Secrets of the Universe. Our shared universe is one of countless others within the greater multiverse. Some universes are very similar to ours. You can think of them as our siblings or cousins while other universes are radically different. The imagination is infinite, and thus, so too is creation. Every imagining exists in some tangible form somewhere within the multiverse. Consciousness contains the ideas, the thoughts, the building blocks behind every reality. Sentience, on the other hand, is the creative force that animates reality and experiences all possible emotions and sensations within them. Consciousness creates reality. Sentience experiences reality. Together, consciousness and sentience create the totally create the totality of creation. Wow. <laughs> the creator What some of you call God or source is a natural being. It is both male and female, thought and feeling, dark and light. The creator is on an eternal journey to experience all possibilities. Every concept or idea that spawns from the infinite imagination of the creator is destined to be experienced. This includes the greatest concepts of heaven, the worst concept of hell, and all variations of realities in between. Through us, the souls throughout the un- <laughs> I'm sorry. Through us, the souls throughout the multiverse, the creator gets to experience itself. This is very important. Through us, the souls, throughout the multiverse, the creator gets to experience itself. The creator is you, my dear. You are the creator through your eyes. The creator itself observes this perception of reality and experiences your unique life experience. Isn't it just amazing? We are all creators here. Continue. 
One common element within the multiverse are the polarities of pleasure and pain. Ultimately, no matter what reality you find yourself in, your experience will either be a pleasurable one or a painful one. There is also the neutral state in the middle, which can be the combination or lack of both. It may surprise you to know that pain does not exist in some universes. These positive universes only support beautiful experiences. The denizens of such realities spend most of their time shifting from one flavor or degree of pleasure to another. Some regions of our universe operate in a similar way. Conversely, there are some rather negative universes in which pain is the most prominent sensation. These hellish universes are typically ruled by a minority of sadistic souls who use the majority of souls as food or slaves. Some depiction and illustrations of heaven and hell are actually visions of other universes that have seeped into human consciousness and translated into your art and literature. Rest assured that the beings who live in hellish universes do not suffer forever. There is no such a thing as eternal damnation. Creation is not based, B-I-A-S-E-D, based. <laughs> it honors the will of all beings equally. If you find yourself in a state of great pain and you wish to be free of it, you will. There may be a time lag, but you will, but your will is always honored by creation. It may take hundreds or thousands of years to reach the healing of freedom you desire in some cases, but inevitably the time will come. It is a known truth throughout your world as well as the Pleiades, time heals all wounds. Remember this. You are currently experiencing mass sacrifice on your planet. The majority of humanity has agreed to sacrifice itself for a minority of beings so that this minority can feel powerful or godlike by comparison. Power is always relative. You may believe that these beings, which your conspiracy circles have come to call the draconian reptilians or the Illuminati, are some almighty force that governs every aspect of your lives, but in actuality, you will be surprised to know that the power level of this minority is infantile compared to other beings that exist outside your planet. No one is ever inherently more powerful than anyone else. That which outshines you in the lifetime may become a speck of dust beneath your feet come the next. We want you to understand the nature of lifespans on your planet. You do not incarnate into one reality, into a single lifetime, and then live. Like the Creator, souls throughout creation are inquisitive. They want to experience realities from as many different points of view as possible. Think of a classical town and all the people in it. The farmer, the blacksmith, the mayor, the maid, the waiter, the outlaw, the police officer, etc. Each individual has a unique perspective and experience of that town. 
In order for one soul to experience reality from all these different perspectives, it can take many, many lifetimes. This is why we wish to tell you, when you decide to incarnate into any reality, you do not limit your experience to a single lifetime, a single generation, or even a single century. You incarnate into the ages. You may have hundreds of physical lifetimes that last for about 70 years each, but your spiritual or divine lifetime on this planet is one that lasts several thousands of years. Many of you believe that one age on earth equates to one precession of the equinoxes, which lasts about 26,000 years. From our perspective, one earth age, one cycle through what your Hindu philosophers call the yugas is actually about 50,000 years long. Most of you have been here for that long. Some of you have been here much longer. This span of time allows you to experience the earth reality from many different points of view. As you don a new identity, a new perspective with each new lifetime. This does mean, humans, that most of you have been both hero and villain, both predator and prey, both powerful and powerless. We assure you, however, that whatever karmic ties bind you to those you have interacted with, with in a negative ways during this age will come to a balance point and be cleared in perfect timing by the end of this 50,000-year cycle, which you are on the verge of completing. Wow! It is important for you to understand that our universe is natural, meaning it supports both positive and negative experiences equally. Take a look at your body. Your state of being always begins in a natural state. The body itself contains the support system for both pleasure and pain within it. This does not mean that pleasure and pain are equal. Pleasure, or positivity, is far more common throughout existence. Pain, or negativity, on other hand, is contained to minority. The two polarities are always in balance, however. You can think of positivity as a giant, brilliant star, and negativity as a black hole. The star is much larger than the black hole, yet they are both equal in mass and can therefore orbit around each other in perfect balance. Our shared galaxy, which you call the Milky Way, is an enormous cluster of solar systems that orbit around a central supermassive black hole. The supermassive black hole is billions of times smaller than the rest of the galaxy, yet the galaxy orbits around the black hole in perfect balance to create a singular body. The same basic concept applies to good and evil. There is a greater amount of good throughout creation, yet the lesser amount of evil is potent enough to keep it in balance. The majority of souls live in realities that are generally positive. However, our particular universe 
has experienced something very unusual. It has come to the attention of the Pleiadian Alliance, Alliance, as my partner told me yesterday. <laughs> it has come to attention to the attention of the Pleiadian Alliance, as well as many other groups of extraterrestrials and extra-dimensional beings, that our universe's dark side is gradually increasing and over and overwhelming the light side. Going back to the previous analogy, the black hole has become has begun to grow bigger, overwhelming all the light surrounding it, and is currently in the process of consuming it. Our universe is growing darker and darker each passing day, and only with your assistance, humans, can we put a stop to it. The origin of this phenomenon can be traced back to the birth of our universe. Our shared universe is trillions of years old. Your science claims that the Big Bang occurred approximately 14 billion years ago. This is correct. However, this is not the first Big Bang that has occurred. We are currently existing in the ninth birth-death cycle of our universe. The universe, as you all know, is expanding. Eventually, the momentum that is driving this expansion will run out. The gravitational pull between galaxies will draw everything in the universe back together, and the Big Bang phenomenon will occur all over again. This process of expansion and contraction has repeated nine times, and it will repeat again. We will share a brief overview of the universe's history as we know it. The information we are about to share is based only on the previous 14 billion years, even though the universe itself is several eons older. Wow, my dears, isn't it? It's amazing. Isn't it amazing to hear all of that? I mean, my goodness, when I read this first time, first of all, for the first time in my life, I was like, wow, I'm getting the true information about our universe, about how it made, you know, about how things are happening and, and um, how amazing is that to realize. Because I right away connect with that that oh my god i'm the creator i mean it's like the creator is tripping big time you know i love <laughs> oh i love to i love to myself i love to think how the creator is like tripping like trillions of lsds you know i mean this kind of trip imagine when you tripping through every possible being every possible star and every possible Anything is you, and you experience it, this experience through the through the incarnations of of all that various beings and trees and and leaves and everything. I mean, wow, wow, you know, just mind blowing, you know. And um, obviously, obviously, it, it it very concerning that our uh, our universe is becoming darker and darker and that the black hole is um, consuming the light 
And here where we comes, here where our responsibility to wake up and start to, to be a, not only a responsible citizen of planet Earth, such an important nexus in the, our universe, but also in the universe for multiverse, for everybody, for every being from other planets, for every star, for every planet. So we continue. Huh? Another chapter. Next chapter. The first and second phase. In the first phase of the universe, only nature existed. The creator experienced itself only as basic matter. The stars, the planets, the galaxies, and the particles, atoms, and molecules uh, that formed them after the Big Bang. According to the laws of physics, or rules of the game of the universe, these particles would interact with each other to, co to coalesce and form astronomical bodies. The Creator played with the formation of many different astronomical objects and the interactions between these objects. All things within the universe hold consciousness and sentience. All things, guys, all things. Everything is consciousness. That's when we come to uh, start uh, respecting every little creature, every little leaf around us, you know. All things within the universe hold consciousness and sentience. This is true for the grass you walk on. It can feel your footing. This is true for the air you breathe. It understands itself as hot, cold, dry, humid, etc. Through it appears to most of you that basic matter is soulless. No, though... Apologies. Though it appears to most of you that basic matter is soulless and unfeeling, there is actually some degree of life within all things. In the first phase, if a spirit wanted to experience the material world, it would merge its consciousness directly to the solid objects created by the universe, the stars, the planets, the comets, etc., these objects contain consciousness, and just as you can reincarnate as a bee, a whale, or a snail, so too can you experience reality from the point of view of a star. You can experience yourself as anything you can imagine. Nothing in the universe happens by accident. Everything is intentionally created by the will of spirit consciousness, which animates all things in creation. Without consciousness, without ideas and inspiration, without intent and willpower, there, will, there would be no motion or activity in existence. What may appear random to you is always the intentional result of a spirit being's will. In the second phase of the universe, life forms began to grow in more complex designs. The arrival of microbial organisms, as well as planet life, as well as plant life, and some forms of animals emerged within this phase. Basic matter would coalesce into structures that were much more intricate and organized. This was a very exciting time. 
spirits could now experience the physical universe from perspective of higher consciousness. These life forms were much more sociable with each other, and their level of sentience offered a higher capacity for sensation of joy as well as fear. This phase set the foundation for even greater, more complex life forms to emerge. Wow. Can you, I mean, even to close your eyes and to feel this feeling that you are a stone or a tree is just fantastic. And knowing that you have been that. Knowing that before the physical, you know, the physical reality like we experience now had been creating, we as spirit, as consciousness, as as fragmented consciousness, uh, experienced um, being a star, a planet, um, a leaf, a earth, a sand. Oh, isn't it just incredible? Isn't it just incredible to realize that we are all truly one? Oh my God, oh my God, continuing, next chapter, next chapter, the third phase, down of science. The third phase of the universe is where things began to go awry. The first wave of third level consciousness emerged at this stage. You, as humans currently exist in a third level or third density beings. You, you as humans currently exist as third level or third density beings. It was at this level of physicality... I'm sorry. <laughs> it was at this level of physical intelligence that the corruption of the universe began to occur seven billion years ago. Because on the third density, my dears, ego develops. And we will talk about that later. Uh, once a being reaches third level consciousness, they gain enough self-awareness to question their existence and the world around them. They are then able to understand their surrounding reality in such a way that they can manipulate it. The, be the beginning of science occurred at this stage. People studied and learned the laws of physics. They analyzed and experimented with particles, molecules, objects, life forms, everything. After billions of years of research and practice, they eventually gained the ability to, de to develop cities, spaceships, wormholes, as well as new life forms altogether. The study and understanding of matter and energy, nature, is called science. The manipulation of matter and energy to alter or create new products within nature is called technology. We refer to the third phase of the universe as the technological phase for this reason. As the third phase grew, the novelty of technology incited great curiosity and adventure. People began creating and indulging in biological bodies that were designed to experience a, a wide variety of sensations. It became very popular for spirits to merge their consciousness with biological bodies for physical pleasure. 
as more and more souls became addicted to the wonders and pleasures of the flesh, they lost touch with their spiritual essence. Greed and self-servant behavior began to surge. When enough souls lost their way in physical reality and su succumbed to materialism, wars began to break out. War in itself became another exciting novelty. Carnivorism became another addictive novelty as well. The concepts of predator and prey, master and slave, the experience of winner-takes-all became heavily pursued by countless souls. Our universe, our universe, especially the lower dimensional of physicality, became realms of conflict and survival. For most societies, peace, has, peace had to be earned by having strong defensive resources. To this day, dear friends, there are many, many souls who are still immersed and addicted to physical material, material, <laughs> materialistic pleasure. They indulge in the abusive manipulation of nature to wield powerful technologies, and they reveal in domination of various worlds through war and conquest. Fortunately for us and countless others who have grown weary of constant fighting, the third phase of the universe is almost at an end. At an end. Guess what, dear friends? The novelty is beginning to wear off. Yeah! That's what I can say. From our perspective, this entire phase of technology, manipulation and war has been nothing more than the theme of one time cycle. Just as your Earth moves through cycles of time, so too does the universe have cycles of its own. Over the last 7 billion years, more than 50% of the universe has become negative. This overgrowth of negativity is continuing as we speak. Yet the rate of growth has begun to decelerate. This is exciting news. It shows we are making progress. Though there is still a long way to go before our freedom is guaranteed, we can confidently say that the future looks promising. Next chapter. The fourth phase. Return to balance. The fourth phase of the universe is the healing phase. Though this is not yet guaranteed. If we can succeed in altering the frequency of the Earth location, the central chapter or nexus of the universe and permanently establish it into a platform that is more conducive to positive expression of life and consciousness, then the rest of the universe can feel its effects as well. By healing the Earth reality, we can succeed in bringing the rest of the universe into balance. This is, of course, will only be the first step. It will require billions of years to clean up the mess left behind. We are not saying that the entire universe will become a utopia. What we can expect is more of a balancing between the positive and negative forces. We can expect a, 
a decrease in materialism, materialism and war, and an increase in spirituality and unity. By making adjustments to the nexus points within the universal matrix, we can adjust the very fabric of space-time and the type of frequencies that it supports. It is our goal and the goal of many other beings to return this universe to what it was meant to be, a free will universe, where war and slavery are not a constant threat. What you must understand is that your physical dimension affects everyone in the higher dimensions as well. All things are interconnected. All things are one. Therefore, if one dimension is broken and out of balance, then all other dimensions will experience repercussions. The universe is a singular body in itself. And just as a cancer can spread from one portion of the body to all other surrounding areas, so too can an entire universe succumb to the untreated infection of a single dimension. In many books and teachings throughout your world, you are told that Earth is the most hellish planet in the universe. Dear friends, allow us to be frank with you. Your challenges are infantile compared to other places. There are species and societies through the Milky Way galaxy alone that experience a far deeper degree of suffering than any living creature on your planet. Suicide, for example, is a common cause of death on your planet, yet it is not nearly as prevalent as it is on other worlds. Some beings experience a degree of suffering that is so great that entire civilization is suicidal. That does not automatically mean they have the freedom to commit suicide, however. Despite their compelling desire to end their misery, their overlords make sure they cannot. These beings are so heavily controlled that even the idea of suicide is not allowed to cross their minds. Suicide, in some cases, can be a luxury. It is a luxury on your planet because not all beings in existence who wish to end their pain are allowed to. We are not condoning any acts of suicide. We are merely highlighting the level of freedom that you have. It is considered human to put a suffering animal out of its misery, correct? From our perspective, the same principle applies to humans. Unfortunately, some beings experience heavier restrictions than, human, than humanity does. Greater suffering and greater limitations. We understand that this information might not necessarily uplift your spirits. Uplift your spirits. We are simply comparing your reality with others and assuring you that your world is not the worst of its kind. We are hopeful that this information will inspire at least a hint of gratitude in your hearts. Be grateful that you can laugh, that you can love, that you can at least have hope for a better day, because there are some extraterrestrial beings who cannot.
They cannot even conceive of joy or happiness. They do not even know that these things exist. This is why we encourage you humans to have gratitude. Makes me cry. Fantasies are in fantasies are an interesting subject. Romantic fantasies, for example, are a type of are a type of fantasy that is very common on your world. Did you know that every single fantasy you ever had will be satisfied in some place and time? Wow! <laughs> be careful what you wish for. There is no such a thing as a question without an answer. And as such, there is no such a thing as desire without satisfaction. The difference between your desires and fantasies in the physical plane versus the spirit plane is that there is a great deal of time lag. In the spirit plane, you wi your will and desires are met instantly. In physicality, however, due to the process of time, it can take up to millions of years before you get what you want. This is why creation is so vast. The infinity of desires that the creator has, that you have, literally takes an infinity of space, time and realities to fulfill. Whether your fantasies are positive or negative, selfish or selfless, they will all be experienced and satisfied in some fashion or another. From our perspective, you are fulfilling someone else's fantasy right now as we speak. The majority of humanity has agreed to be temporarily, temporarily, <laughs> temporarily, to be temporarily suppressed or enslaved and we wish to emphasize temporarily because it is important for you to understand that if you were truly as powerless as you sometimes think you are, you would have no chance for freedom at all. Your will for freedom is being honored by creation, just as any other will or desire in existence. However, there is a time lag to manifestation in physicality. Once upon a time, there were beings who dreamed of amassing great power, who yearned to be worshipped and feared. You are fulfilling their fantasy by participating in this earth reality right now. That which you call the shadow government or global elites, beings of great status and power on your planet, were once average folk in other realities who dreamt of being powerful. They wanted the experience of super superiority, of godlike status over all others within their reality. And so their will is now being met. Their fantasy is being fulfilled. And it is the love that you had for these beings that allows that to be so. They are not forcing you to submit as it appears from your physical perspective. From the spiritual perspective, you are magnifying their light by willingly diminishing your own. This is a gift you are giving them. And it is a gift that has been given to you in past lives by others as well. 
This is just incredible, incredible for me. One cannot experience oneself as a powerful or superior unless her, unless her or she interacts with beings who are inferior by comparison. You diminish your power, your intelligence, your strengths, your freedom, etc., so that someone else can feel superior compared to you. You are gifting them the experience of power, and when the time comes, they will gift you in return, if they haven't already. The experience of power and superiority is sought by many souls throughout the multiverse, and out of love and playfulness, we willingly grant each other this experience. We take turns in playing the superior roles. Though this concept may be difficult for some of you to understand, we are merely sharing our objective point of view. This may appear impossible to you. I would never do such a thing, you may think. And yes, you as the current role or identity you are donning would not. However, you are everything in existence. The creator is you. And you are the creator. There is only one being is all of creation. There is only one being is all of creation. And it is the desire of the one to experience every concept that exists within its infinite imagination. For example, did you know there is a zombie apocalypse taking place on a parallel version of Earth right now as we speak. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not that in that uh, version of Earth. The Pleiadian Alliance has assisted many worlds that have undergone global pandemics. We are currently assisting 11 other worlds, including yours. One of them in the Ant Antares star system is facing potential extinction due to a viral disease that causes skin decomposition, violent irritability, and compelling carnivorism. <laughs> My goodness. Does this concept sound familiar? The point we are making is that every concept, every Im imagine that has crossed the human mind is in fact a tangible reality that is being played out somewhere within the infinite multiverse. Many of your fictional concepts are actually real-life events happening elsewhere within parallel versions of your own planet. The problem, our problem, is that negativity is overwhelming the universe and we do not wish to live in a negative status universe any longer. Neither do I. Neither, neither do we, huh? Dear Earthlings, some of you may wonder why we simply do not leave the universe and migrate to a different one. We cannot do this for many reasons. First of all, we have sympathy with those that would be left behind, our loved ones. We simply couldn't take the trillions of souls within the universe with us. Not all souls would want to leave to begin with. 
even if we informed each other and every soul about a coming universal apocalypse, there are many die-hard residents that would be too stubborn to listen. Second of all, evacuating the universe is not so simple. There are malevolent guardians. Malevolent. There are malevolent guardians that prevent souls from leaving the universe. Some of your conspiracy circles refer to Earth as a prison planet. A planet where souls are trapped inside the planetary matrix and are prevented from living. Well, in some regards, the entire universe can be considered one cosmic prison as well. Propagandizing a doomsday scenario is not our intention. Trust us, humans. We Pleiadians are not pessimists. If a soul truly desired to evacuate from this universe, it could. There are many souls who come and go in and out of the universe. As people on your planet say, if there is a will, there is a way. This knowing is prevalent throughout the Pleiades as well. We share many common beliefs with you. The problem is that we shouldn't have to worry about leaving our, or evacuating. We should not have to live with the constant fear of war or apocalyptic end times, which is why it is important that we heal the universe, beginning especially with the nexus points. We remind you that progress is being made. The probabilities are in our favor. During every birth-death cycle of the universe, after every big bang that occurs, the universe undergoes many different phases and cycles. Some of these cycles are dark or negative. Others are light and positive. Each birth-death cycle comes with at least one dark one dark age that lasts for billions of years. However, light ages or golden ages typically last much longer. Just as your earth and humanity undergoes many rises and falls, so too does the universe. The general themes of these cycles repeat over and over, but the specifics are always different. However, you and the rest of the universe are at unprecedented crossroads. The next path we are about to take will determine our fate into a long-lasting heaven or hell. On a subconscious level, our, collect our collective subconsciousness speaks with yours, and we are proud of the agreements you have made, for we need your cooperation. We have agreed to transmute your, yourself. You have agreed to transmute yourselves, to ascend and return to harmonious balance among yourselves. The crown of the the crown of the cosmos, has chosen the path of light, and this excites us very much. Oh my God, my dear things, this excites me so very much. It brings the tears to my eyes. All this information, this is like the most epic, you know, film <laughs> going, you know, through my eyes and through your eyes. First of all, let's agree on one thing. We are 
to become very responsible thinkers. I mean, think of it. One thought you have. Today you're having a bad day and you're thinking, oh, fuck this shit. Fuck this planet. Uh, uh, oh, hold on a minute, dear soul. Hold on a minute. Let's think. What are you wishing for? It's that much responsibility each of us uh, carries with us. But here, when we incarnate here, we have all uh, amnesia. That's the name of the game on this planet for now. And we do not remember anything. We do not remember that we are mighty creators and we create with our thoughts. And with, that we come from diff another density where our thought is instantly become reality. I mean, think of it. Uh, follow your thought pattern and imagine what if it instantly would become reality if our density now would support that. I mean, wow, you probably would find yourself in, in very, very, very much crazy situations. So we must learn to take control of our thinking process. We must learn uh, to heal. We must heal ourselves from within because with the healing comes, you know, a much lighter thinking process and a positive one. And isn't it amazing to discover that we all have been here like for at least 25,000 years or 50,000 years? How many lifetimes, my darlings, how many lifetimes we have trotted this earth? We've been born as any possible race on this earth in any possible countries because as a soul we would like that experience. We might have, you know, a preference for certain things for our own reasons. But I have been you, you have been me. And therefore we all won. We all won. And these beings that wished to be mighty controllers and whose wish we are, you know, granting them right now. Uh, what I wanted to say, I lost my thought. <laughs> anyway. First of all, it, you know, it gives me a big insight also in the thing that no matter how much uh, I uh, despise, uh, you know, all those who makes it to the earth, Rothschild, etc., etc., um, I can connect already to the level of consciousness, of level of myself, when I embrace this um, soul in love. Mm, he wanted this experience. We're granting it. Basically, I love to see myself. Um, I, I, oh, I just love to imagine myself, you know, somewhere in other densities. And I'm like sitting with friends. I'm hanging out. I'm like, okay, mate. So, um, yeah. So what? You're going to, okay, you're going to be like a super, super like shadow government. And I'm going to be like this, you know, the, this girl who is like fights you, you know. And I'm like suffering. It's so difficult and you're just making it worse and worse. And we're like, yeah, mate, okay, cool. Oh, okay, cool. And then in the next, you know, in, in the next time, you know, we're going to change places. That's basically, is, it's like that. This is how it is. Um, first of all, it really helps you to understand if you ever um, tried, you know, psychedelic uh, medicine. And I, that's something I want to talk a lot. Uh, I do not like the word drugs. Drugs are big pharma. That's who produces drugs that hooks people up and kill them slowly. Psychedelic medicine as, you know, natural um, substances or 
even you know um, like LSD, MDMA. This helps us to to, to to lose the masks and connect with our high self. My very first experiences I had, I came down and I'm like, oh my god, this is all a video game. I've been calling you know my friend uh, Lisa and I'm like, Lisa, this is a video game. We are all just actors. It's just a game, and our mind is like a computer. So we have so any like when you type in computer, you know you search in something. Let's say you search Olya Marev, uh, Cosmic Awakening podcast. You give the order to the computer, and it brings you the result you desire. The same way your mind, your thought process works. This is the time we learn to to master our thought process, and this is just also coming back to what uh, we just um, read about. First of all, this finally uh, I, I, I was getting like oh seven billions, oh my goodness, in billions, in millions, and and you just start to connect with everything. You start to understand that hey ho. You are like super experienced soul that for a moment, and you know, our lifetime here, it's like blink of an eye in a cosmic level. First of all, time doesn't exist, and we will talk about it. Second of all, everything happens simultaneously, and I will talk about that. But I just tell you now, everything happens simultaneously. There is no past, there is no future, literally. If you live now on Earth 2022, and there is no such a way that you lived in Egypt in the 12th century and then you lived on Pleiades uh, billions years ago and then you lived in, um, you know, 500 years before Jesus. Oh, my God, we're going to talk about Jesus too. Uh, before Jesus Christ in some uh, Mesopotamia, yeah? My dear, well, all these lives is happening right now. So you, your parallel you, is living these lifetimes that seems to you as a past or a future right now. And you all interconnected. And if here on this plane you are experiencing um, uh, awakening and you're experiencing expansion of consciousness, it influences your parallel you, who in their terms will um, experience uh, things too and help to bring out in, in their own ways our universe to a more positive state of being. Because I'm so bloody tired of all this violence, of, of, of financial system. It's going to go away. We will talk. I mean, it's in the prophecies. I'm so looking forward to read you this part. But, you know, uh, screw all that. We're done. We went through this for thousands and thousands of years. It's time to change. And, uh, you know, our dear uh, controllers uh, had their time to play. Boom. Basta pasta. We humanity say it's enough. Well, here I am talking, 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 talking. And... Obviously, guys, gratitude. Another big thing, gratitude. How many of us complaining? I don't do it anymore, you know. I never really was. But uh, I, I became even more wise about this. How many of us complaining? Oh, this is shit. Oh, this is bad. Oh, I'm so poor. Oh, everything's so bad. <gasps> okay, 
we're gonna exercise because that's what brings the um, uh, vibration level up and that's what opens um, uh, you know the, the ways to get more abundance uh, in any way you know gratitude you wake up in the morning think of five things at least you're grateful for and it doesn't have to be big things like oh i have a house i have a car i'm alive i'm in good health or i have my loved ones with me i have a cat i have clean water to drink sipping it right now i don't think it's very clean but you know because they do poison us with anything they can and this is also it must stop well, there are so many things to be grateful for. I'm grateful that you listen to me now. I'm grateful that I've been brought to do this podcast because it makes me so happy to finally help in my way that suits me. I spent several years, however, to understand how I can do it. And just now it's just uh, opened up and it's just like pouring out of me. I'm so excited every time to record uh, a new podcast for you. I was asking myself, oh, how often I'm going to do podcast. I was like, hello, every day because I want to do it. I love doing it. There is so much information I want to share. There is so much things through what I want to, to uh, you know, sort of to help you. Also to experience the ease, to experience the opening of eyes, of consciousness, and of just, you know, of implanting this image of, of, of a great future for us all. And that is within the reach of our hand. And this is why this Plagian Prophecies is like one of my favorite things I ever read. Well, you know, at the end of this episode... I'm just going to tell you a little cute thing that I discovered. I wish I could put a, this song, but um, as much as I understand, it's quite problematic to uh, put in the podcast copyright music. Although if you know something about it, you know, write me in comments. I'm very new to this. And uh, if you have any suggestions, if you have any uh, comments about anything, you know, please do. I'm learning, learning, learning. But so, you know, uh, it was taken from an um, Instagram account, Pleiadian Disclosure, that posts uh, very interesting things. So uh, John Lennon has a song, Number Nine Dream. If, if you heard it, great. If you haven't, go and check it out. So Pleiadian Disclosure tells us that uh, John Lennon is a Pleiadian soul from Electra. And his name is Bake Muni. He's over there now. He haven't um, reincarnated back. I think I saw on the account once. And um, anyway, this song, he says, So they tell us that he channeled this. He channeled this saying, which means in Pleiadian, Love awakening soon. Love awakening soon, my dears. I'm just going to read you. I'm going to read you the lyrics. So long ago, was it in a dream? Was it just a dream? I know. Yes, I know. It seemed so very real. Seemed so real to me. Took a walk down the street. Through the heat whispered trees. I thought I could hear. 
Here, here, here. Somebody called out my name, John. As it started to rain, two spirits dancing so strange. Oh my God, dream, dream away, magic in the air. Was magic in the air? I believe. Yes, I believe. More I cannot say. What more can I say? On a river of sound. Through the mirror go round, round. I thought I could feel, 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 feel. Music touching my soul. Something warm, sudden cold. The spirit dance was unfolding. My dear earthlings, I love you so very much and so dearly. I send you all lots of love and light. You are not alone, no matter in what darkness you feel yourself. I'm here with you. We are not alone now. Cosmic brothers are all around us. And each of us has a guide. They have several, but we have one guide who is with us 24-7. Talk to them. Learn to listen to them through signs, through numbers, through your soul telling you this little voice. You know, that is probably never convenient for your mind. Oh, no, I should do like that. Oh. No, 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 my dear. Choose yourself, choose your soul, and my dear earthlings. I'm looking forward to talk to you in the next episode, and for now, love awakening soon. Love you all. It was Olya Maria for Cosmic Awakening.